Thanks for your company for this weekly update. I'm Jessica Ramirez, a market analyst at Bell Direct. While global borders are being shut down to prevent COVID-19 from spreading, scores of companies are abandoning their earnings forecasts, seeing money pour out of equities, while grocery retailers are standing ahead. So today we'll cover the best and worst performers, some stocks to watch, also looking at some investments that have been outperforming. And now that global governments and central banks have put a backbone into the Australian economy and airlines, also to support consumers and SMEs, we'll look at what UBS and Morningstar are saying amid the current state of climate that we're in. Starting off with performance, well, global equities have fallen deeper into bear market territory. Just looking at the Aussie share market, it's now down 20 28% year to date. Most of the ASX 200 sectors are lower. Staples has cleaned up 3%. The Australian Federal Treasurer and a bevy of analysts are now conceding Australia could face two straight negative GDP quarter reads this year, meaning we could enter a technical recession. But could we avert a recession if social distancing and everything returns to normal by June? Well, we don't know. But either way, we do know that essential services like staples, healthcare and utilities will continue to see demand and are likely to continue to outperform. Year to date, the brightest light on the ASX 200 screen with Fisher & Paykel up 27% amid extraordinary demand for respiratory and ventilation products. We've also seen a spike in grocery demand pushing Metcash, which is the owner of IGA, up 27%, followed by Costa, Agri and Cattle Business Elders, Coles and Woolies. So UBS is forecasting supermarket sales growth of 9.5% and 6.1% in quarter one and quarter two this year. For Coles, Woolies and Metcash, UBS lifted their earnings per share forecast by 6, 5 and 4% respectively. Although you could expect a promotion spend and other costs to be lower, you should expect higher supply and staffing costs to allow for the restocking. All in all, keep an eye out for stronger second half profits for these guys. Beyond that, there should be a longer term shift and benefit for Coles and Woolies with behaviour setting in as people return to cooking at home and also buying things online. And that should bode well for the majors. For UBS, their key buy calls among the defensives are now Woolies, Metcash, Costa and A2 Milk. On the other side, the hardest hit part of the market this year, undeniably the oil sector in the wake of Saudi Arabia increasing production when demand is squeezed, which is why yesterday we saw the oil price hit a new 18-year low. But today it's come up about 20%. Another hard-hit sector, travel and tourism. Flight centre travel and corporate centre travel down about 77%. Virgin and Qantas announced international flights will be halted from the end of this month to at least the end of May. But let's consider airlines are of national significance. Travel bans will eventually be lifted. We don't know when, but the airline industry has been supported by the federal government with a $715 million rescue package as they provide key infrastructure services to our economy. For this very reason, Morningstar took a contrarian investment opportunity investing in airlines when they're undervalued. Noting investors should also consider a lot of airlines make money from credit. Outside of that, some companies have announced that they're standing by their forecast. They include uh, annuity company Challenger, CGF, 
New Zealand King Salmon NZK. Um, they also announced that they're up and running in China with their sales kicking off. Meanwhile, the reject shop TRS started to receive stock from Chinese suppliers, while their sales are up 6% just in the first 11 weeks of the second half of the financial year. And in the industry, there's a saying that an asset or business is only worth its cash flow. So Morningstar has pounced on some other opportunities outside of the energy sector, saying it's now confident in selling to increase their equity exposure given the unprecedented government support. Also noting banks are in a much stronger position than the GFC. Over the last two weeks, the Research and Investment House has bumped up their stake in growth assets by 11%, investing in Aussie and US equities. In Australia, they've increased or entered to uh, Medibank, IAG, Brambles, Amcor, AGL, Woodside Petroleum and Brambles. And they're looking to move to a 70% growth asset allocation and 30% defensive. They're looking to do this when the lockdowns stop and that's when they say volatility should subside. And here's a slide from Morningstar showing the importance of staying in the market if you're sitting with the paper loss. If you invested, let's say $100,000 before the GFC, the light blue line shows you would have been rewarded for staying invested. The green line or the line down the bottom shows what would happen if you invested in cash. You would have missed out on $183,000 over 10 years. And this chart shows that markets always rebound. Here is what we're seeing now, the green line versus the other bear markets. So this is why we're seeing so much volatility. It's because we don't know when this is going to end. But we do know is during this downturn, investors have the chance to make decisions that will have a profound impact on their future. So here are some ideas of some ways to think about diversification, remembering a balanced portfolio across local and international equities, property, bonds, currency and cash has outperformed just an Aussie equity portfolio and turned down market noise over the last 10 years. I used Belderexa exchange traded fund filter and found for international exposure if you wanted to get access to China and looked at an ETF called CNU. It's up 17% year-to-date. Looking at gold exposure, the gold ETF, for example, GOLD, is up 21%. And given the unprecedented US dollar demand, given, it, given it's the most liquid of the currencies, I looked at uh, the USD ETF by BetaShares, and that's up 25%. So all in all, do your research, look out for the ETF filter on Direct's site, and look for some of the ways that you can diversify your portfolio. But just before we close, let's remember that investors who rebalance their portfolios back to their original plan are often rewarded coming out of a period of negative returns. So focus on those foundationary investment strategies that you built. One, stick to your investment goals. Two, keep focused on your investment timeframe. Three, diversify to turn down that market noise. And lastly, four, keep your costs low. For any questions, comments or feedback, please reach out and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our social media so you can keep up to date with our market commentary each day that the market is open. Take care, stay safe. <music>